So first and foremost, I want to give thanks to Almo Rossi, who's done our caricature art that you see on our YouTube page. This, there's our images of ourselves. Uh, if you want to see more of her work, you can check out our site at almaart.com. That's A-L-M-A hyphen art.com. Now, there's a couple of corrections that I want to make uh, that we hear in the podcast. Uh, the planet Vormir, uh, I had mispronounced it correctly. That's the planet which Red Skull uh, goes to. So it is the actual planet Vormir. And the plane in which Red Skull and Steve or Captain America fight on, it's called the Valkyrie. didn't mention the actual plane. I want to give significant mention to that. And the, the space cube or the uh, Tesseract, it burnt the hull of the Valkyrie and entered the ocean when it was lost. Okay, so there's two other things I want to mention uh, that is some significance and I forgot to mention in the initial podcast and that was Arnim Zoloff. The very first time you see him on the screen, it's a little bit of foreshadowing of what ends up happening to his character in, I believe it's going to be um, Winter Soldier. Um, and the last part was Bucky. One of the things that I didn't mention was that when Steve rescued Bucky, who was strapped to a gurney, yeah, and Arnim Zoloff is pretty much doing experiments on him already. Because so when he finds Bucky, he's kind of a dazed. So whatever he's been working on for how long he's been there, he's been already in the process of what could only be the Winter Soldier program. Which is why when he fell off the train into that sub-zero cold, his body was able to suspend animation because of what was in his system. So we don't know the extent of what it was, but he's he was already in the process of whatever Zoloff was. Uh, working on. So when I saw the movie for the first time, that never even, even occurred to me that uh, he was already in the Winter Soldier um, stages of the, of the program. So there you go. I know this neighborhood. I got beat up in that alley. You just don't know when to give up. I could do this all day. Do you have something against running away? You start running, they'll never let you stop. You really gonna do this now? There are men laying down their lives. I got no right to do any less than them. I can offer you a chance. Our goal is to create a new breed of super soldiers. When you brought a 90-pound asthmatic onto my army base, I let it slide. I am looking for qualities beyond the physical. You win wars with guts. Grenade! Everybody down! Is this a test? He's still skinny. Whatever happens, stay who you are. Not just a soldier, but a good man. Is it too late to go to the bathroom? <laughs> Welcome to the Pantheon. I'm Ray. I'm Evie. So, Evie, what's our topic for the day? Um, first Avenger, starring Captain America, who was, uh, at the start of the film, uh, I guess a teenager, maybe... 17, 18? Yeah, like a scrawny little guy and yeah. experience for the military. Exactly. Uh, but he wants to go because he feels uh, that he wants to fight for his country. Right. Uh, so who's in it? So it's, this is the one that stars Chris Evans and Samuel L. Jackson and uh, Hugo Weaving as the yeah. Red Skull. Yes. Uh, I like this one quite a bit, and the more I watch the movie, I really enjoy it more and more. It's I didn't think I'd like it as much, because I'm kind of jaded from watching the earlier Captain America's, like there was a 70s version from Rob Brown and the 40s version. Uh, this one I thought was um, much, much better than I would, seeing it on a second or third go-round. Yeah, me too. When I watched the first time, I didn't like it second, third time. It got better for me. 
yeah you know, special effects special effects weren't bad for the time man. no no did it did this one win any awards or no i don't think so, so yeah uh the one thing i like about this is like this was the first time they started uh changing the working title for the movie so like when they did like the incredible hulk in the first iron man it was just iron man right. but when they're in production uh they changed the name so uh, the press wouldn't know what movie it really was so the working title of the movie was frostbite oh, okay yeah uh hence you know what happens <laughs> to captain america right uh, um we had Peggy Carter introduced, mm-hmm. and it was like one of the uh, primary uh, leading ladies. Yeah. Uh, so, what were your takeaways of the film? Um, there was a lot of action. I like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of drama too. It wasn't all fighting or whatever, right. and it actually had a story. Yeah, it wasn't like campy. It played like a very serious tone, high stakes. For sure. They kept with the the, the the actual pages of the actual comic book. Oh, for the sure. The one that uh, Joe Simon and Jack Kirby did. Um, watching, I guess now uh, after watching Endgame, is that you see how the elements of Endgame kind of how they're rooted in this film too. Oh, for sure. You know, especially at the end, which we could talk about now. This this is not spoiler free. This is all spoilers. Uh, you, you see the cosmic cube. You see what happens to Red Skull. Yeah. And how he. It ends up being on the uh, what's that planet the were uh, of the dead Nomir yeah something like that yeah, yeah. Like that. there's a scene where Stanley Tucci's character talks to Steve Rogers and why he was chosen and why Red Skull was the way he is yeah driven to power and have the control over life over death because the cosmic cube was uh, a Norse mytholo- mythology thing yeah so uh, in this one uh, he unlock in the end of the movie he unlocks the cube to and it transports him to this, this planet because uh, it's a soul stone it kind of contributes to the idea of having control over life and death itself. Oh, definitely. So that's what ends up happening on a metaphorical level. That's what you're seeing mm-hmm. uh, and him being physically transported over. Yeah. And you see what happens to the cube. That was one thing I didn't see. Like, I didn't know where... I thought the cube was still inside the, the plane. Yeah, but it, But it actually... Because it's so hot, it goes right through the, yeah. the plane and into the ocean. Yep. Um, and that kind of leads into prog- uh, Project Pegasus, which I'll talk about yeah. uh, in a much later episode uh and of course the love Haley atwell's character and chris evans character at the end yeah which yeah. is really touching because it's such segregated to that one era right she's a character that you can't bring into um, no the present so uh i like the way marvel was able to use her as a series later on definitely made more sense for me you know it just wasn't a separate story it all blended together at the end i thought so maybe. okay so a couple of questions i want to ask you first of all um being the only perspective at the time uh, when you saw this in the theater, we only saw Chris Evans as Johnny Storm. And and just leading up to the actual movie, you only had the trailers for Captain America to, to view. So my question to you is, were your expectations to go see Captain America based on just the trailers, like in terms of enthusiasm and your, your believability of him to pull it off going into it? Like, what was your thoughts? I thought, you know, this looks good you know mm-hmm. it's um a captain america so yeah you know i'm gonna go see it and would, would, was the character because it was chris evans did you think he could pull it off because the films i saw him were, were like goofball films like uh or not another teen movie and some other things like that so like i had i had some trepidations where you were did you know about those films or, or no i've know? never seen you know? those teeny bopper mm-hmm. You know. Oh, so you came with a clean slate. Yeah. So that's that's kind of a good thing. I, I had I was I mean I was great. I'm happy that I was proven wrong, but I came in with a certain level of um I guess baggage going into it. So Okay. Yeah. We, now we get to the segment that we like to refer to as the double feature, uh, where we match uh, films that we think would be a nice pairing to the movie we just reviewed for the week. So uh, for the double feature, what film would you pair with uh, Captain America First Avenger? I would say Batman. 
Oh yeah, why is that? Batman um, uh, didn't um, have any powers. Neither did Captain America. Right. And um, you know, and um, Captain um, America was like, um, well, the first one, I guess, uh, done in the forties or whatever, forty-four. Mm-hmm. And and um, Batman was pretty old as well. Yeah, the Bob Kane that was in the fifties and things. Yeah, that. something yeah. like that. Right. So, so yeah. Um, you know, and I guess um, uh, both of them um, drove in. You know, uh, Batman had his Batmobile, <laughs> and the old uh, Captain America um, uh, drove everywhere. Yeah, he drove too. in 1944. <laughs> so, okay, cool. All right. Well, my choice. I'm going to pick uh, the 1960s film, uh, The Time Machine, with Rod uh, with Rod Taylor, uh, because it was a man out of time, and like Captain America, he went to the future, which was the first part was a dystopian future, and then the, the, when he went further ahead in the future, he went to a time when basically civilization, as you know it, ceased to exist. Uh, we de-evolved, so it was kind of like horror. Um, and then I guess from Steve's point of view, when he, when at the end of this movie, uh, he's at Times Square, True. and uh, just the shock and the horror of like society, how it's changed, mm-hmm. and feeling like, oh, like I'm really a man out of time. So. Uh, yeah, H.G. Wallace' Time Machine with the uh, 1960s movie, I thought was a really good pairing because uh, you, you as a as a viewer, kind of felt the journey of what he was going through, and uh, I thought that was kind of was more relatable to this one. Yeah. Overall, what would you give? Oh, overall, I went into the film with low expectations because seeing earlier versions of this, yeah. incarnations, and thinking that the characters, it's really goofy because of the outfit and how do you yeah. play with practical. Um, I'm going to give this like a solid... Uh, like a, a B plus, mm-hmm. you know, or yeah, solid B plus. The more I watch it and watching characters like Tom Lee Jones, who yeah. did just killer performances. Yeah, definitely. Every character uh, was great. Just even having a strong female character uh, mm-hmm. with um, Peggy Carter in this movie, yeah. I, I was uh, watching it a second and third time before this review. Uh, whatever it was before in my ranking of terms of the the, uh, the tier of the MCU, it's definitely a little higher by these two or three rankings for sure. It's it's a no. It's it's a really good movie from a director Joe Johnson. I think he did a phenomenal job doing this film. Okay. Uh, out of eight, I give it eight out of ten. Each time I watch it, I like it more and more. Actually, because it all makes sense. It binds together a good story, not just a smash bang um, adventure, but something that really makes sense. Yeah, it's trying to and seeing how flawless the. Uh, the, the special effects is from having that scrawny body. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, that was cool. Wasn't yeah. It? yeah, and and just hearing it. Have you ever watched the Blu-ray or, or get to watch the behind-the-scenes like commentary? Just the amount of work that went into doing the effect of making it realistic. They have it's tremendous. That's amazing. And if you haven't seen it, rent it or something. Yeah, rent it, stream it, see, and it's um, it may not be the, the the number one thing to go see, but like it leads so much into the MCU. And mm-hmm. it's the first work of Alan Silvestri's sound work that you hear in, in the Endgame and Infinity War. So it's yeah. the same artist, the same writers, the same, not the director, but the same, but the same feel and the flavor. It's definitely, you see where the grassroots are is from this film. Amazing film. Okay. Well, for uh, for the Pantheon, I'm Ray. I'm Evie. Uh, and if you like what you hear, uh, please hit subscribe down below or hit the like button or the four or five uh, star rating and uh, it, a little bit goes a long way. It'll help us so much to allow us to keep going and feel free to leave a comment. We would love to hear from you and get some ideas and as we go further along with this.
and uh, we will see you next week. Take care. Bye. <laughs>